And Salma, Associate Justina speaking. I can speak to Bogus, please. Um, sure. What's your name? Joey Jingola. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Your call and your business are very important to us. Please hold the line and we'll be right with you. Bogus, I can help you. Bogus, it's Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, what's up? Not much. How you doing, sir? Good. I was your fourth. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Uh... That's what we do right now, and you know it is effective. But it's it's one of those things like if you want to diversify, I think that we really need to find new agents that are going to start, or find someone that's already kind of doing that, and, and, and kind of head up that department, I'd say, and teach people from there on out. It, it's kind of one of those things that we're trying to we're trying to figure out. Is it easier for us to hire somebody new and then train them from that point on on that product? Like if you want to go just after manufacturers, you know, uh, CNC shops, that kind of stuff. If if you want to just do that, do we look for someone who's already got that book of business that's been in the industry for you know x amount of time and it's kind of on the way out to kind of train somebody or do we find someone brand new you know tell them hey listen these are really where your target markets are going to be this is what we're really going to be looking for for you to do you know any leads that come in around this kind of aspect they're all going to go to you but you need to learn that product from a to z you know and we'll do what we need to do to send you out for trainings you know send you out for whatever certification that we feel is necessary for you to accomplish that and then you're kind of on your own go out there prospect find these businesses build, build those relationships i don't know bogus i think you're right maybe a little bit that was my good buddy bogus hansel of hansel and associates in chicago illinois if you remember the last episode Bogus was on, we were talking about how much young blood your agency has, and this is a, kind of a loose part two of that. Uh, more or less talking about um, how you're going to actually put new people in place in your agency, and should they be new new people or new old people, and what are the advantages and benefits of all all those things, right? And I so. Um, Okay, I think really quickly here that if you're looking to do something different, something new, you got you, you better be looking now. If you want to take somebody that has an established book of business, is already doing things a certain way, um, because they're not going to be receptive to direction, you know, if you just want to say, "Hey, listen, we're going to pick up," you know, the clients that you've already spent your career building and acquiring, and maybe when you're on your way out, we'll be able to hold on to X amount of percent of those. Okay, that could make sense, but it feels like it's just a slightly more delayed way to just hold off the inevitable, right? saying, hey, well, okay, this is not really going to get us much of anywhere because um, we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna keep these older clients and hope enough of them stick around and and all of that good stuff. I do honestly think if if now I do honestly think if bogus really 
wants to kind of push the limits here. I think I think I would go with the we're going to bring somebody in entirely new, whether it's new to um, his agency. Okay, I mean, new to insurance. I'm not. I guess I don't know the level of new. I mean, I would say that I don't even know if they have to be licensed, right? I mean, if you see somebody that has that that potential, we've kind of talked about it a little bit over the last week or and a half or so. You know, recruiting, finding talent, culture, all of that good stuff. Um, if you find that person, then okay, yeah. Who cares if they're selling cell phones or maybe working at the UPS store? I don't think it really matters. I think if you see something in somebody and you think that they're a good fit for the way that you maybe aren't doing business right now but want to do business, then yeah, go on and say, hey, listen, I think we want to do these things. What do you think about it? We're going to get you trained up. We're going to get you doing the thing. And then I think where it really goes, I think where it just kind of goes sideways though is, is that we just kind of want to say, well, now that you're on your own, right? I think that's the one thing I might take a question with bogus is because are we ever really on our own? And I think at some point we feel like we need to stop communicating and stop supporting and kind of just really doing the thing together with each other. And it becomes maybe a little too, I don't care competitive i don't know if i really want to say that but i think we could definitely play nicer together sure you know we, we do get calls for for a lot of uh larger uh commercial things and the problem is is because of the way that the system's set up now you know it kind of goes in who, who who came to the office in what order so if one agent came in here at 9 a.m you know he's gonna be first on the list um, and he might get a lead that he might not necessarily know how to how to uh, sell, um, you know, and he might lose some time over that. So it's not really an efficient process, in my opinion. That sounds awesome. If uh, we were actually talking about just a specific niche that you might be dealing with. So, all right, here's the thing. I think, all right, um, the first come, first serve. Just. I would imagine bogus and you would be able to tell me more, you know, a lot better than I would. I just imagine that you're running a very high risk of that. Hey, this person doesn't know how to do that thing risk. And I don't know that that's the best thing really for anybody involved. And, you know, again, if, if there is just a pool of people to choose from, like the, 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 the leads are just coming in because, you know, marketing or whoever in the agency is generating them and you're passing them off to sales, your, your, you know, your agent staff, your producer staff. I don't know if you want to do the round robin sort of thing where anybody's capable of getting anything. I think there has to be limits. And I think personally, I would set that up bogus like, yeah, first come, first serve within your wheelhouse, right? You know, you've got you got your personal lines, home and auto guys, you got your life and health guys. Well, that's a little broad, but you've got your group health guys, you got your individual health guys, you got your uh, commercial insurance guys, you've got your specific industries within commercial insurance. I mean, obviously it could go on and on, right? We could extrapolate fancy word 
this out to where, you know, as many things as you want to focus on, you could have your own little repeatable process, your own little tribe of people working on it and making sure that they are sharing. Now, here's the thing where it becomes a little too competitive. And the reason that maybe other agencies function like this, I don't know. This is one of the first times I've heard this, but it's possible bogus that somebody else might be doing this. I don't know. I'm not going to say you're crazy, but I think we feel some sort of obligation to level the playing field if we are sharing leads this way. If, hey, we don't want to deny somebody an opportunity to do that thing. It doesn't matter if it is trucking, if it's contractors, if it's whatever. Um, it's, hey, next man up's going to take it. And I, I mean, assuming you've, you've, you've got you know, enough guys that have been with you for a while and they're going to stick, stick it out with you for the long term, then you could maybe probably endure, you know, the randomness of that training on those things, but you would ultimately want to limit the time that they could potentially be staring down a policy or, you know, that they never really anticipated. That's not good for you, for your agency, or really the most important person, your client. I'd say that we're, we're we're kind of in a rebuild process. You know, we're still successful. We're still, you know, a 40, 50 win team. But we're we're going through a rebuild process to kind of strengthen our foundation and 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 get to that get that playoff run that we really need. You know, that's, that's the way that that I look at it. Um, you know, on the other hand, when bringing somebody in, you know, that's been kind of around the industry and knows knows the industry um, or that specific market you know that's a good thing too because you can you know if that's someone that's a legacy agent insurance agents aren't really getting any younger they're just getting older those books of business eventually need to go somewhere you know so one of the things that we see in the future is that we probably want to start looking at the agencies that are going to be going up for sale in those books of business and how to buy them um so those are also options that we're always looking at i don't know bogus i might actually just try to buy the book and tell them to go away uh if that's the thing right i just i feel like if you're rebuilding the team of the future, right? The team of not 2018, but maybe 2020, 2021, 2022. If you're really projecting out, you're looking at your farm system, you're seeing what you got on the roster currently, and you're thinking to myself, uh, you're thinking to yourself, there you go. Hey, well, this is going to be interesting, or I really like what's going to happen here. Then you don't want to... And all right, fine. Maybe sports is a terrible analogy because most of the time you do need some experience, some veterans on the team, but they are veterans that are already doing the right thing the right way. They are uh, have come from winning cultures. They lead by example, and they know how to get it done. Those guys are just not hanging out on the top of the scrap heap all that often. Now, if you happen to come across one, well, go ahead and nab that person up and maybe your life will be better. Um, I do think if you're rebuilding, if you're just, if you're doing it anyways, you might as well go ahead and just go for it. Go for the gusto. You know, yeah, take that extra wall down. You know, hey, you know, you've always wanted a new floor. Get it done. We're just really mixing analogies now. We're going from sports to home remodeling. Uh, I just I think you, I I think you're ultimately setting yourself up for a much better situation long term. Uh, again, unless the the return on the book is is phenomenal and you know that agent 
you know, is already maybe doing things the right way. They're just, you know, close to retirement or they're just interested in, I don't know, whatever it is, right? There might be some scenarios. I just think that you really want to ask yourself and really think through the potential realities that are awaiting you because they are the ones that are going to determine how successful this rebuild is for you. If it's just another mediocre team that you know might find its way to the playoffs every now and then, but ultimately knows that it never has a shot to do anything beyond being average. And yes, it's tough staring a ridiculously inexperienced person from the industry in the face and say, you're going to be the next thing that brings in money for this business. So we all can keep doing what we want to do and not have to go back to, I don't know, running the go-kart track at the, you know, summer amusement park thing. Sure. It's a risky business for sure, but starting fresh, building a team that has not been, polluted by bad attitudes, by bad habits, and really just limited thinking is really not going to get your agency winning any more games. question the state of your social life as I just assume that, you know, it's just as successful as your insurance career. I don't, I don't know if those two things correlate, but they probably should. However, if you are looking for a little boost, if you need a little help, you know, finding friends, making friends, just I'll give you a little tip. Carry around a camera because for some reason, I'm not entirely sure what it is, people like to talk to the guy with the camera. They feel like it is somehow an open invitation to really just, I don't know, throw words at you in a much more rapid fire, just carefree environment than they might otherwise with a cameraless person. I personally, with my you know lukewarm tolerance at best with people, have a hard time dealing with it, mainly because, uh, you know, I'm just walking by you in the airport or whatever it is, I don't necessarily know that I'm up for you know, an in-depth chat with somebody that I will almost certainly never see again. I mean, it's fun occasionally from time to time, but how many times do we got to do it? And what's worse, what's even worse, well, let me say this first. I mean, it's it was like to the point, I mean, I'm just standing, minding my business. Um, I was trying to take just like a dumb, stupid picture of me passing through North Carolina for the people in the 5 a.m. club because... There's a few North Carolina folks that were traveling around. I was like, hey, listen, I'm here, just passing through. I uh, wish I could stay. I'm not. And then a dude is just, you know, I'm, you know, he just comes up. He's like, hey, so you uh, you a vlogger? And it's, it's a very weird question to be asked. I'm like, yeah, I guess, kind of, sort of, you could call me that. And he just proceeds to just, you know, basically, you know, break, break down his campsite here and just, you know, really just settle in for the long haul. Um, you know, he stops. You know, firmly what he's doing, he positions himself outside of the flow of the traffic. I'm thinking to myself, oh boy, here we go. This isn't going anywhere anytime soon. And we proceed to do that thing for about 10 minutes. And it was it was tolerable at best. But uh, another guy just 
I'm, I'm doing the moving sidewalk thing. I got a kid. He's probably 15. He just sees it because you, know, you don't see people walking around with big camera rigs uh, all that often. He's, we're passing each other on the walking sidewalks, and he just yells at me, Hey, are you a YouTuber? I'm like, uh, probably, sure, maybe. I wasn't really sure how to answer it. And I just, I don't like disappointing children because, you know, he was looking for me to be somebody a lot cooler than somebody who makes videos about selling insurance. So it's usually a letdown. Usually it's like they're really excited because they think it's going to be something cool. And then I'm like, insurance? And they're like, I immediately regret this decision to talk to you. And it should be more of of a conversation ejector than I would imagine, but it doesn't seem to work as much. They just, I just have to instead deal with the disappointment and regret on their face when I tell them that because I usually just try and keep it to myself until unless they really ask like hey is there a channel like I could follow you on what's the deal uh I don't know just in case if you if you want to experience that if you want to make friends go by yourself I mean it's probably I don't yeah I don't know I don't know if it's cheaper than dating I don't know I mean it might be or whatever it is that you do to make friends or find people. Uh, you know, go ahead, buy yourself a decent looking camera that somebody's at least gonna tell you that it's like really expensive, more expensive than it actually is, and you'll be making friends in no time. You're welcome. Joey at agencynation.com if you really want you know, even more insight onto how to pull this off successfully, or I guess in my case, unsuccessfully most of the time. Uh, yes, Joey at agencynation.com. Oh, hey, real quick. By the way, I never asked this question. I've never asked this question. Just real quick. Um, if this is like the first time you've listened, which is weird to think for probably some of you, most of you. Um, if this is the first time, or maybe you've, you've kind of just been in and out. You know, you've been just kind of willy-nilly here. Are you subscribed? Get subscribed to the podcast. And if you're subscribed, get it over to wherever you leave reviews. In iTunes, since Stitcher, Google Play. I want to say iHeartRadio. Maybe Spotify. I think we're there. Yeah, all the places, uh, but you know, Stitcher and iTunes, really just iTunes. Just leave a review. It would mean a lot to me if you could, please. Um, now that's it, I promise. Um, so do that. Thank you. 